Hi, I'm Patrick Eakin Young, and this is Sound Worlds. Sound Worlds, Sonic Theatre. strikes me about Perth is just how dry everything looks. You notice it from the plane before you've landed. As you fly in following the coast, the landscape shifts beneath you between oranges, reds, yellows and browns that never relax into anything resembling green. Then, when you come across the vivid greens of the city's manicured gardens, the front lawns in the well-to-do suburbs that somehow thrive despite water restrictions, you realise how out of place they are. Someone else's idea of what nature should be. Liverpool apparently has the most parks of any city outside of London. That's one of my favourite things about living here. From early spring into early autumn, the parks thrive with a kind of rich, effortless green. It's the only upside for all the rain. As much as I love them, there's nothing wild about these parks. The only hints of wildness that I see are the occasional buddlier protruding from a wall or a roof. This landscape offers very few clues as to what it would look like if this city never existed. Nature subjugated by hundreds of years of industry and human achievement. Perth is a city built on top of millions of years of sand and dry, spiky grass. It's also very flat, 
In autumn and winter, when the storms come, they bring enormous vertical masses of clouds that you can see from miles away. I like to pretend that they were mountains, that I was somewhere in the Alps or the Andes. Landscapes with in-your-face drama, exciting and exotic, from the other side of the world. I remember once driving a few hours inland with some friends and stopping to stretch our legs in the middle of nowhere. The road out there is a tiny scar of human existence, like the US flag on the moon. After walking for five minutes, the road had vanished, and no matter which way you turned, everything looked the same. Just an ocean of flat red dirt. When we returned to the car, it felt like hours before any of us spoke. I'd never given a lot of thought to the colour of the ocean until fairly recently. Strange for someone who's spent his entire life living on islands. I didn't really see the differences until my most recent trip home almost two years ago. The Indian Ocean on the west coast had the vibrant blue of a sapphire. The Pacific in the east was greener, almost turquoise. I just assumed that the ocean was the same wherever you went. Just one enormous thing. The Mersey is the colour of steel. It's gunmetal grey. It feels man-made. Whenever I go to the waterfront, it's almost always quiet, apart from the wind. No matter what time of day or time of year, the wind hits you in the face. It's the kind of wind that feels like it will slowly erase you. The ghosts of a city built on the industry of the sea, reminding you how quickly things can change. On paper, Liverpool is probably the closest thing that I have to an ancestral home. I can walk along Castle Street, 
past my great-grandfather's office over to the gardens of St. Nicholas's Church. If I could turn the clock back 70 years, I'd likely find my granny sitting on a bench on her lunch break, and we could look out at the Three Graces and the Mersey together. If you zoomed out and looked at the long-term picture, growing up on the other side of the world would seem like the anomaly, and that by moving to this city, I was returning home. The river's the only thing I struggle to imagine when I think of what my granny would have seen when she looked out from St Nick's. I know from paintings and photographs that it would have been full of ships, the docks a hive of activity. Now, the river is quiet. The docks are full of tourists, cheap hotels and hen parties. I wonder how long it will take the wind to erase them. is a near constant here, whatever the season. Somehow the raindrops are smaller here. They linger longer. Even on a sunny day, the air is heavy, damp and close. In my first summer living here, I was caught in a deluge and soaked through. When I eventually got inside, I found that no matter what I did, I couldn't get myself or my clothes completely dry. In Perth, water is an absence. The seemingly bottomless Swan River that weaves through the city is a lie. Water here is a scarce and precious resource. But when the rain does fall, it's thick and heavy. My friends and I used to greet the rain as though it were a guest from some faraway land. And enveloped in the metallic symphony of raindrops on tin roofs, we would listen, captivated, to its stories.
continued on its way, that steady percussion and the ringing overtones would resonate in our ears for hours, and we'd wish that we could live somewhere where it rained all the time. In the north, I still can't get over how long the sunlight reaches into the summer days, or how quickly it recedes in winter. No two days are the same length, and this never-ending change seems to make the years go by faster. A steady oscillation between solstices. Vibrations harmonising with the pendulum pulling me between north and south. 
I have slept under the eyes of two different skies, and their voices seep into my dreams. That was Two Different Skies by Daniel Thorne. Stay tuned for part two of our Home Tapes project, Peter Broderick's piece, Local Landscapes in the West of Ireland. Up next on Soundworlds. <laughs>